Life Audio. Welcome to the TMOS Podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater. And today we're talking about what to do when the communication you have with your spouse is frustrating. We all know it can be at times, but we often don't know how to work through it. We'll give you some tips that we use. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. So, Ted, before we get into how communication can be frustrating, I thought we'd play one of those fun communication games. I say fun in quotes, Mm -hmm. like the team building ones. Mm -hmm. You know, workplaces use them. Are you up for that? Absolutely. Let's do this. Okay. All right. So the one I picked is called In So Many Words. What's going to happen is I'm going to tell you, in this many words, tell me how to do this. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So in 10 words or less, words or less, tell me how to make Vegemite toast. You know, since you love Vegemite Ooh, I do like a lot Vegemite. right now, you should tell people what that is. Just in case Vegemite is a an Australian dark, yeasty paste. And it's different from Marmite, which is a, a United Kingdom sort of sloppier, not really a paste. It's like a thick something like pudding. And both are different and both are have a place. So, Vegemite toast. In 10 or less words, I'm going to count. Toast, Vegemite, butter, stick it in your face and chew. Was <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that 10? Go fast. You say letters or words? Words. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Well, you <laughs> stick it in your well face and chew. <laughs> <laughs> Should you swallow? Well, you didn't have you didn't have enough room. I don't know. Straight that. If you don't like it. Okay. Yeah, that was good. What do you think of another oh, one? Oh, awesome. All right. Yes, you did very well. Thank you. All right. In six words, six words or less, tell me how to take out the trash. That's a hard one, right? Mm. Should I hum the Jeopardy tune? Get. Oh, I just ruined a word. I mean, I just used a word. That's weak. Oh, well. Um, tie, bag, closed, take, two, bucket good that was good <laughs> all right i don't think i can do as well as you did but you want to give me one you want to make one up yeah okay in two words or less explain how to make a good cup of coffee two words or less <laughs> i'm a jerk visit starbucks ah there's well done <laughs> well done i think you know what now that i think about it i think they played this game on what was it, Kristen Bell and um, oh uh, Dax? Yeah, they had that family game that night. Dax, uh huh, Dax Shepard. I think they had that family game night show. They may have played this game on there. Okay. I mean, I found it by googling communication games. Okay, yeah. well, that was fun. 
I yes. thought it might be a little frustrating, but it wasn't. It was just kind of silly and fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it but was frustrating. Sometimes communication in marriage can be frustrating, and not in uh, our marriage. Well, I think you and I both have different triggers for Why feeling frustration. That? Come on, communicating. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, yes. but I think you get frustrated when you feel like either you're not being heard, yes, or not being respected. Absolutely. I also get frustrated when I can't hear you. That's like one of the worst. Yeah, I forget about that. Well, sometimes I am talking quietly because I'm trying to tell you something that I don't want our children to overhear. And so I am purposely talking low, but then you get frustrated with me. Yes. And then I kind of like shut down and decide I'm not going to tell you anymore, which is going to come up in a minute. And I think I also feel frustrated when I feel like our communication is fruitless because I like to be productive. Mm-hmm. And so like when it's not producing the results that I hope, Okay. like when you and I talk about an issue and there's no progress in fixing it, mm-hmm. I think that that sometimes makes me struggle with negativity. Mm-hmm. Like going, why can't we fix it? Why won't he talk about it? Is he not talking about it because he doesn't want me to tell him what to do? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So my mind just goes... Yeah, I can see how that'd be frustrating. Um, But yeah, I wanted to see what you also get frustrated when you're talking and there's an invisible comma there because you pause. Oh, right, right, right. And I don't realize. Halfway through a sentence and then like somebody, you or somebody else starts another sentence and I'm like, comma. (laughs) (laughs) Like I literally say comma. Uh And I'm like, oh, Oh, right. right. Okay. Well, in my defense on that one, yes. sometimes when you tell me things, you start with the story and the point is way right. at the end. Right. Makes a better point that way. Except for I'm sitting there going, okay, if I knew what the point was, I could process the story in the right way. No, I think your problem is that you watch too much Gilmore Girls <laughs> and they their banter is just back and forth with not a second of silence. And so if there's an awkward pause in the middle of one of my sentences, you're like, time for some fast banter. Maybe. I mean, it's kind of my, I turn it on when I'm packing or unpacking because we've done a lot of that recently. So I wanted to see what others had to say about frustrating communication. Yeah. So I Googled frustrating communication in marriage. Should you use chat GPT? I didn't. I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> so I came across an article on a site I've never visited before, but it was called Altered Marriage. And they had an interesting article titled Five Communication oh, Altered A-L-T-A-R. Right, like an altar. Okay, that's cool. in a church. But they had an article that was called Five Communication Killers and How to Avoid Them. And I thought it was kind of a thought worthy list for us to reflect mm-hmm. on before we talk about how to deal with frustrating communication. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a good way to go, Oh, I might do that. Or oh, I do that this. So as I read the list, don't think about which one your spouse might do. Think about which one you might do. And I know I recognize myself in some of these. Okay. Okay, So the first one is minimizing. And we do this when we say things like, it's not that bad, or I've had worse, or you're overreacting. Mm -hmm. Defensiveness. This can come out as like... This is the second one. This is the second one. Yeah. Come out as anger, attacking, pouting, silent treatment, excuses, justifications, explanations. Mm -hmm. The third one is sarcasm. And uh, I'm going to read a quote from the article because that was interesting how this was written. So this is what they say. They say, as fun and lighthearted as sarcasm may seem, 
To others, it often communicates disdain and disrespect. The things another person may communicate and feel passionate about should not become the foundation of another's jokes. So we have to remember that sarcasm hurts people, closes hearts, and takes healthy conversations in a painful direction many times. And that's a quote from the article. I mean, there, I think there are people, if you know each other well enough, you can probably use sarcasm and it's taken as it's intended. But sometimes you'll, you don't really use sarcasm, but sometimes you'll make a joke and it's just not the right time <laughs> for it. Totally inappropriate. Right. Universal statements. I don't think we do this, by the way. These are, you know, always and never, like you never do this or you always do that. Like we tend to do that. I feel like this. Exactly. And then this one I am very guilty of. Shut down statements. Doesn't matter. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. Or it's fine. I don't want okay. to tell you anymore. I've gotten better, but I am guilty of this one. I think I can't do anything right. Can I? Mm. Okay. <laughs> See, duh. Yeah. I mean, that's the one I probably do the most out of the list. Which one would you say I do? You want me to be completely yeah, honest? Completely honest. The defensiveness. What do you mean? That's yeah. not true. But I've also learned that's why I need to give you th- time to think about defensiveness. A- yeah. Something before we talk about it. we've talked about that in another one, right? Like I will come Sometimes to you it and takes say, time to prepare for the conversation, right? Absolutely, yeah. And most of the time we have a conversation. Occasionally, we don't because I don't think you want to talk about it. But you know, Sometimes I just want to listen. I like hearing you listening mm-hmm. to you. That's a good save right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to practical. Practical. And again, like we just did, look at the list and. Or think about the list and go, okay, what am I maybe doing? Because if you're doing it, it's probably contributing to frustrating communication. Okay, so what can we all do when communication with our spouse is frustrating? I think these are three things we can try that you and I do. Mm -hmm. And we've probably talked about some of these on other episodes. Uh, Take a break. Okay, what do you mean by that? Well, when communication becomes difficult, it can be helpful to pause and take a break. You know, acknowledge that it's too much for now, that it can wait for later. Then it's, it. Yeah. It isn't walking away and slamming a door mm-hmm. or yelling some sort of always, you know, universal statement mm-hmm. or shutdown statement. It's more of us expressing, I need some time by myself to think about this. And I think that's probably something that should be said. You can say it in a positive way. Like, you know, you've you said a lot of good things, a lot of things that make sense. Um, I appreciate you bringing them to my attention. This good stuff. I don't know how to talk about it right now. I need, yeah, you, right. You don't have to be positive and affirming like that, but it might it might help, right? And we've talked about before how sometimes I'll say it's like the break room. You're take, going to the break room in your marriage, like at work. You know, when most people worked in offices, now so many people work at home. Right. But there was usually a break room, at least when I used to work full time in offices. Mm-hmm. And you would take a break from your work, go to the break room, mm-hmm. and then when you were ready to start working again you come back. And so I think it's that kind of concept. It just allows us to temporarily step away from the stress of the conversation. And it, we always have to have the plan that we're going to come back and work through it or else we're not communicating and we're bearing issues. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So number two. Number two. 
The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app. Identify what really happened. You know, a break offers the perfect opportunity for us to try to think about what really happened. You know, was our spouse simply being insensitive or did we suffer a communication miss? Okay, what's a communication miss? Okay, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so imagine, and this is actually something you helped me come up with. I wrote an article about this years ago. Very nice. Um, So, you know, imagine that our words are arrows and our spouse is the target. Right. And the objective is that our words and their intended meaning hit the bullseye. Right. We want our spouse to not only hear what we've said, but also understand what we meant to convey. And that doesn't always happen. Our words can be misheard, misinterpreted, and misunderstood. When that happens, we have a communication miss. For some reason, I was the, the, the little phrase, kill them with kindness, came to mind. Yeah. Like if they're arrows... Right. You're shooting these, but that's not what we're talking about. No, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Sorry, and I think that this, you know, so when we're in our break room, we can reflect on the timing, delivery, and surrounding environment. Like, mm-hmm. did was the timing good to say what we wanted to say? Did we say it in a way that could be received well? Or, you know, our spouse, either way. And it's possible that however what we wanted to say was communicated, it wasn't the best time, place, or way to do it. And so it caused, you know, misunderstanding. And a good way to, you know, we've talked about reflecting before. Right. Speaking back, what I hear you say is yada, yada, yada. Right. So that's, I mean, that's a good way to avoid communication misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then try again. You know, after we take a break and identify what really happened, we can try again. I don't know where my voice is going all of a sudden. <clears throat> because, you know, if it's not resolved, it's swept under the rug, it's going to affect our communication for days and damage our connection and maybe even ruin our marriage. Ouch. If, <laughs> if we go back wow. to our previous, that's not in my notes. I just felt like throwing that in there. <laughs> so to try again means to talk over what happened and how it made us feel and then listen carefully to our spouse's response. And I think... If we go back to that list of communication killers, we should try to avoid those in this because they're communication killers. It also means that whichever one of us was perhaps hurt in the conversation or most frustrated, we have to be open to trying again. Because I know sometimes I will put up walls like it didn't go well the first time. I'm not going to talk about it again. Or you might just be so frustrated that you're like, forget it. Right. So it means we choose to patiently and lovingly engage rather than shut down because we get long term results from that. That's great. All right. Any other things you want to add? No, let's recap. Okay. So to recap, when communication with our spouse is frustrating, we can take a break 
identify what really happened, and try again. Mm-hmm. All right, that's time challenge. Let's do it. Okay. I thought it would be fun if those listening did a little Googling like I did. and or find chat GPT. Yeah. And find a fun like communication game like the one we played in so many words okay. or something like that. Sure. Because it's kind of just a fun team building since this is the Team Us podcast. Yeah. Playing with words. That was fun. Yeah. We should do it after the podcast is done. Okay. Maybe even have our kids like do it. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Team Us podcast. We're looking forward to next time as we keep talking about how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.